This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 9th. It still is March the 9th in Anchorage, Alaska and Hawaii, 2020. Strong hand. It's late at night where you are, though, probably. It's late at night here. Strong hand. Having hype. We will talk about that today. Of course, you got to get pumped. Golden age of the 2020s. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. In motion. Are you in motion or are you just hiding in your house? Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Offended by selling. Be a unique beast. Hello, my elite friends. How you doing tonight, dudes? <laughs> Remember, if you've got questions, I got answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister. Do a super chat. I will answer your questions. I will also answer a question that I found laying around the chat after I reviewed it yesterday. Someone who could not follow directions and type in Bitcoin Meister. But I'm going to answer your question anyway because I found it uh, interesting. <laughs> Says a lot about the questioner, I think. But we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, you can get shirts like this linked to below. A lot of people always like this one. Satoshi Nakamario. You know, all you Nintendo people out there. You Mario Brothers uh, fans and whatnot. Uh, and remember, watch Friday's show. This week at Bitcoin, Ken Bozak was on Chris Black and Juan Galt. It was rocking. Best freaking guest in the space. Saturday's Beyond Bitcoin show. I was talking about all that uh, all that is in the news, that, uh, that big topic. I can't say the name of it because YouTube demonetizes. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about. And we're going to talk about that, that panic a little bit later in this show. But... Saturday show, I talk a lot about it. So check out Beyond Bitcoin. We are always talk about subjects that get into uh, politics, health. I talked about onions. I got a salmon head right there that I have left over. I'm going to eat that tomorrow. Happy Purim, everybody. It started tonight. We'll get into that in a second. So Turdemeester has this awesome tweet out there. Remember the great Bitcoin crash of January 2017? From $1,100 to below $800? No, most of you actually don't remember that. Even people who were around back then don't remember that. I can remember there was a blip on the radar back then. I can remember. I don't exactly you – know, it was beginning of the B-cash fears. There was there well, when it really started to ramp up a little bit. Who knows what caused it? Who cares what caused it? The point is, is that no one remembers it. <laughs> And that if you can think back about being in the space then and think back about being in the space now, you, you can put it in perspective and kind of laugh it off and say 1100 to 800 Well, percentage-wise, that was pretty high, wasn't it? And I'm sure – and there were a lot of people worrying then, weren't there? Just like there are a lot of wor people worrying about the percent now. But when you look back, you're like, man, I would give anything for it to be $1,100 again <laughs> or 800 for that matter. So uh, we have this happen all the time. We have giant drops all the time. It's Bitcoin, dudes. But uh, this one actually, this one looks a lot like that. And that was, that one happened, that crash. <laughs> that crash happened as uh, on the way up to, a, to an all-time high. That was on the way up to an all-time high. Uh, so even when, when you're, it was one day closer to an all-time high, today is one day closer to an all-time high. But all, all, as we get closer to the one-time high, all-time high, it doesn't – you're going to have big drops. You're going to have big drops on the way. 
but you're going to have big uppage too. So we'll get into that in a second. Just putting it into perspective for you people. I was there back then. The world didn't end then. It definitely did not. But there were weak hands then. There were weak hands then. And that was before, <laughs> in March of 2017, the same thing happened again. And people people did sell. People did sell. I mean, and that was, that was only two months apart. It was similar. But hey, so yeah, you know what we just had yesterday or the two, we might have this uh, again in, uh, after the having, it, it might happen. Something, something very similar could happen. I mean, whatever. Actually, we had something like this two months ago, didn't we? I don't know. It's, it gets all, it's all blurry to a dude like me because I'm living in the freaking future. I'm living in 2024 dudes. I don't, I, one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin to me. So, and I've lived through this now a thousand different times. So pound that like button. All these uh, – for you fiat freaks out there, but I got to speak to the fiat freaks. I got to speak to you dudes because you guys got the weakest of hands, man. I got to like, put it – give you clear examples of what valuing your wealth in Bitcoin, what that means, what that means. Now you know what that means. You should have known what it means already because I say it. Okay. <laughs> I've been teaching it here for quite some time, haven't I? So let's uh, let's talk about a headline out there. Top macro ana analyst, analyst <laughs> explained why Bitcoin has crashed 17% since $9,200. Oh my, why has it top? You, you top macro analyst, an analyst, please tell me why. And it goes on to share a Raul Paul tweet that you're all supposed to worship because you know you all need an answer. So let me share what this top uh, macro anal an analyst said. And this is – and Raul, Raul Paul, maybe he is a top macro analyst, okay? But are, are we supposed to worship him? Are we supposed to – is he supposed to make all our problems go away? If you need Raul Paul to make your problems go away, you got a freaking weak hand, okay? This is feel-good noise, what he's, what he's about to say. And, and, and so, you know, I, I'm going to call out the FUD noise, and I'm going to call out the feel-good nonsense noise too that just is trying to make up excuses for people, okay, you don't need an excuse, and I'm gonna get that. It feels like any it, look, look, look at the first words he uses. It feels like so he has no concrete example here. He's just throwing out some gobbledygook here and hope that you don't question him. Okay, it feels like any hedge fund that was long Bitcoin is having to liquidate. Do I mean? Do you have any proof any hedge funds actually own Bitcoin? let alone were long Bitcoin, were any, had anything to do with Bitcoin. I mean, I've seen no proof of that even exists now, okay? <laughs> but, okay, I'll take your word for that there's some hedge funds that, that might dabble in Bitcoin now. Maybe, maybe, okay? Uh, so it feels like any hedge fund that was long Bitcoin is having to liquidate. VAR, V-A-R, takes no prisoners. For those new to VAR, it is the measure of risk in a portfolio and is connected to volatility. So as volume goes up of all assets, they have to reduce risk. Okay, gobbledygook. Okay, whatever you say, man. You said some complicated terms there. Um, you know, you, you didn't mention another theory that was uh, the uh, whatever those scammers were were dumping all their Bitcoin. Oh, I mean, there's there's a lot of things, or there were a lot of weak hands out there panicking because of the oil or because of the disease, et cetera, et cetera. But so you need to, for some reason, and then someone's going to write an article about your complicated uh, language there. And that, and that, and that's clickbait. And the, and the thing is, it's funny is people need this. They need, they, they're people, they're weak hands out there that don't have a system 
that need reassurance from a guy like Ra Paul or, or whatever. And he might be a good guy. I, I don't know. He interviewed uh, Dan Tapiero. That was a very good interview he did. But this is this is gobbledygook. I mean, it, it really is. Var, 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 and hedge funds. That that's why this is going on. Okay, very very nice. If, if you if that make if that calms you down, guys, I guess let it calm you now. But it's noise. It's freaking noise. Um, here's what I have to say. This would be my headline. Top strong hand holder Adam Meister reminds people how we have many days like this and how we will have many more and how I've been saying this for so long, yet people still don't get it and always seem to forget we have days opposite of this also when it goes up 10%. Perspective and long-term thinking. Dude, sometimes you just don't need a clear reason. There are a lot of reasons. It's a freaking market. There are a lot of people doing irrational things. There are a lot of people doing rational things. Long-term, it is the hardest money around, baby. Uh, Long-term thinking, uh, just using it as a savings account is paid off very nice for those of us that don't try to play VAR, hedge fund, uh, long, short games, trading, trying to get interest from third parties, et cetera. I mean, it, why complicate matters? Just hold it. Just, and, and we're going to get to a question about this in a second, okay? But someone had a question about this. And and by the way, uh, God almighty, I, I hope this uh, – I hope this is coming in clear to everybody. Tell me if there's any static or anything like that. Because we have had some internet connectivity problems. When that happens, YouTube, like, in the final product, you can't really – it looks like I edited it. But, uh, okay, clear. Good. Very good. All right. Once uh, – and, and, you know, about that thread, that Rob Paul thread that a lot of people commented. And I say – it's, it's always good to read these threads. It's good. You learn a little bit more. You get to see what the, the crowd is thinking. Uh, so I, the, 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 I found a little nugget that really sums it all up for me. This is what I care about because I don't care about the, the fiat price going down. Okay? I, don't, I don't give a darn because I know long term it, it's going up. Uh, that we're one day closer to a freaking all-time high in terms of fiat. Pound that like button. But here's here's another tweet from that thread. This is, not, this is by a guy named uh, – I don't know what the guy's name is. I have it. It's it's linked to below, though. Everything I talk about is linked to below. If if a ten percent rise in production does this to oil prices, I wonder what a fifty percent cut will do to Bitcoin. Pound that like button. Having hype. So okay, here's a question from someone yesterday in the chat. He didn't type in Bitcoin Meister, so this might you know he couldn't follow directions. And maybe he's a good guy. I I, I don't know. Um, but he couldn't follow directions. Uh, and I hope he's new. I, maybe he didn't follow directions because he's new. Because his question, if he's not a newbie, I mean, he has no listening comprehension. If he's not a newbie, uh, you got no listening comprehension. dude. So this is a question. He says, so, or he's a troll. So Adam, serious question. Are you a 100% holder or do you buy and sell occasionally? Do I sell? Do I sell? I mean, is that that's you, you said this is a serious question. You're asking me if I sell. That's a ser- I mean, again, watching every offended by selling is one of the things I say at the top of every freaking show. And again, so if you're new, if you're new, then let me explain. I I've been buying for I was buying incredibly back in especially 2016, but 2013, 14, 15, especially 16 and 17. Okay. And then I get these things called crypto dividends. If you hold your Bitcoin properly, you get a bunch of uh, free Bitcoin. 
Uh, people give me Bitcoin. People pay me in Bitcoin. So I keep getting more and more Bitcoin every year. Okay. Now I don't have to buy it anymore. I I I I, I do, did what I had to do. All right, dude. But would I sell my Bitcoin for fiat? Are you serious? Are you freaking serious? I am offended by selling. I am seriously offended by selling. So I, I, maybe you're new here. Maybe you're new, but I, I hope that answers your question here. Um, yeah. So it, yes, that's my serious answer. I do not. I value my wealth in Bitcoin. If you give me an altcoin, I'm going to turn it into some Bitcoin. I don't buy altcoins, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, what I've been saying since you know 2013. Here. All right. I've been talking the talk. I've been walking the walk, and baby, it's been pretty darn fun. Pound that like button. So happy Purim to everyone. Um, the person who owns this complex actually lives on the second floor, and he's a religious man, and he's got like seven kids. And one of it, one of his sons turned 13 recently. So when you're 13, you're a man. So you, you got to fast on the fast of Esther, which was today. Today was a fast day. And then it's Purim starts tonight. So people are getting drunk now or are already drunk. <laughs> and uh, no, but it was, you can only hear this here. Here's a religious, uh, religious little story. So you hear the 13 year old son saying, don't eat in front of me to his little brother. Don't eat in front of me because he's trying to he's trying to do his fast for the first time. And I guess, and this is a beyond Bitcoin type of moment. There's a lot of you guys trying to fast, do the intermittent fasting thing. And I guess when you see someone eating in front of you, it makes it harder. For me, it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't, I don't care. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm an I'm an all pro at this. So I thought that I thought that was funny. And uh that's uh, you're not going to hear that everywhere. I guess a 13 year old kid yelling at his little brother, don't eat in front of me. <laughs> All right. So, uh, but uh, having freaking hype, baby. Um, I link to it below. I'm going to do this like every show. I use the having hype hashtag on Twitter the other day. And so I linked to a, a, a Twitter link below where you could see all the people using the having hype uh, hashtag on Twitter. And I think all of you, all of you should do that. I'll, I'll spread the word. We need to. There's a lot of Bitcoiners right now that would rather put out all these tweets about this nonsense flu that's going on and waste. You know, we, we've all and you know show their biases and and retweet the things that the like insane people are trying to scare people about. But instead of doing all that, just talk about the having, dude. We got to hype this having up again because people have lost track of reality here. The having is reality. It. It, it is the, the amount of Bitcoin produced by the miners is going to be cut in half on that day in May. That's real. That you can count on. Everything else is speculation. How many? How much does this kill? How many? Who's really sick? Is China telling the truth? Is Italy telling the truth? Is it only old people? Blah 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 blah. You don't know. But what you do know is that the having is real, and the ha- and, and what the having is, and that's gonna. And, and we've lived through this two other times. This is the third one. It's going to be freaking awesome. Uh, I, I also want to say that um, over at sportsmeister.com, you can listen to all my podcasts. So I upload the, after I do this show live, then I turn it into audio. I upload it to Anchor, and Anchor is a great service. But um, for three or four days, it's been weird, and it hasn't posted things in, on time. So some of you that are listening to this now are maybe a little confused, and like it doubled things up yesterday. So there were two of the same show. I, I don't know. Hopefully it'll be back to normal. I just wanted to say uh, they, they, Anchor has been having some issues, but it's really cool um, to be able to put this in the podcast form. 
uh, because, you know, again, if YouTube ever shuts me down and whatever you play that game with YouTube, they're pretty arbitrary. I'm very well established at, uh, at, at on, with a podcast. It, uh, you know, financially, it's, it's very similar to, to what comes in through the, and, and so I appreciate all the dudes over there uh, that listen to this too. I, I don't talk to you about you guys as much because there's no live chat, but you guys rock also. And I do know that you guys pay closer attention uh, than the people, than most of the people, than a lot of the people who watch this show. A lot of people who just watch the show, um, they're not in it for the content. They're in it for ridiculous reasons. I don't, I don't even know. Um, some people just come here to yell at each other or to see what my hair looks like or to see if I pick my nose. The people who obviously listen, um, they they want to learn. They they really there's there's definitely no uh, a sensor graphics there so but actually all the people if you listen if you watch whatever if you really are paying attention if you really have listening comprehension then you're awesome if you're some 80 percenter that thinks you're gonna like do well by like looking at my hair and sort of paying attention you know i, I don't know what to say dude <laughs> it's probably not gonna work out very well for you i've said it many times pound that like okay uh so let's talk about the oil thing real quick uh this gas price, gas prices for all of you who drive, I don't drive at all. I do fly, so <laughs> airline uh, tickets are going to go down in price because of the oil, but obviously because of other reasons also. But gas price discount, that's a stimulus right there. Use your saved money. You, I mean, it, 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 I mean you, might get, you might lose a dollar off the, the price of gas depending where you are, uh, which is great, which is great. I, I think it's awesome. But Use that wisely. Use your saved money wisely. Get some Bitcoin there. You know, understand how to uh, save, and you know, don't don't blow it on, on wasteful things. Uh, and yeah, I, I want to say that in the state of California, so many people are slaves to their cars. I mean, it's like having a pet. You got to spend so much money on your freaking pet car. It's ridiculous. It fitting in is overrated with a car in, in this state, especially. And so I don't have a I don't have a car anywhere. I haven't owned a car for a few when did i sell it i sold that piece of <laughs> 2014 i i sold it was worth nothing at that point <laughs> oh what a story that was um anyway anyway so uh yeah but e even with this in mind that we're going to get this stimulus uh because you're not going to be spending as much on your gasoline anymore people are crying on uh twitter they're retweeting uh andrew yang is crying on twitter I'm in favor of a UBI stimulus to help people get through a very rough time. <laughs> Come on, dudes. Uh, th this rough time, people are going to be able to save money during this rough time. Things are going down in price during this. You just, I mean, learn how to manage a budget, people. I mean, th this is the time to learn. Uh, become uh, fi financially uh, responsible. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. But hey, Andrew Yang isn't into that. He, he thinks the government can solve other people's problems. It can't. Uh, but hey, it's impulsive stuff. Impulsive stuff is all around this week, right? Long-term thinking and being calm and valuing your wealth in Bitcoin. That's what you got to be doing. But what's trendy right now is to like say, oh yeah, uh oh, 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 it's the end of the world. Uh, the government should print money and give it to, hand it out to all of us, like Andrew Yang wants to do. No, that's impulsive. Uh, what you should be doing is, you know, create a long-term plan, stick to your system. Don't, don't keep changing your system, going from one coin to another, going from one, uh, you know, one belief to another. Have some conviction in life. Watch this freaking show. You'll learn about conviction. 
So people are yelling, this is the worst crash since 2008. Well, you know, back in 2008 and 2009, it was the worst crash since 2001. And guess what, guys? It bounces back. <laughs> the economy is filled with innovation, okay? There are always going to be bumps, and there are always going to be people who get real assets during these bumps, okay? And they are the ones who end up the one percenters, okay? They don't complain. They don't beg for stimulus. They just do. And they get vilified in the end, too. The people who remain calm during you know, the 2001-9-11 crash, during 2008, 2009, the, the, the people who remain calm buy up cheap assets, save, buy Bitcoin. Well, well, wait a second. They couldn't buy Bitcoin back in 2008. There wasn't Bitcoin back in 2008. So look at your look right now. Look at the, the opportunity you have right now. All right. This golden age. Back then, you couldn't even diversify into into Bitcoin. You, you had to divert, you, you had to buy into other low priced uh, assets. Okay. This is what an opportunity we have right now. What an opportunity. But I, I just want to say, look back at 2008, look at the videos from the 2000, the supposed crash of 2008. And people were saying it was the end of the world. You got to sell everything. Don't hold on to anything. Liquidate now, do this, do that. The people who held on to their stocks, I mean, they did really well. Okay. They did, they're rich and uh, a lot of them are. So it wasn't the end of the world in 2001. It wasn't the end of the world in 2008. And, and, but you can look at old videos from 2008 and see these people. They're, they're caught in the freaking act of saying it's the end of the world. And it wasn't. And it isn't now. All right. It's a blip on the radar. And we have more innovators now. We live in more of a golden age. We have Bitcoin now. So if you lost a lot in stocks, you think you lost a lot in stocks and paper or real estate or whatever, or oil or don't worry, dudes. The opportunity is there. The world is continuing. It is not the end of the world. And uh, it's just it's just a freaking blip on the radar. To me, I don't even I hardly remember 2008 and 2009. It had no, no effect on my life, really. Really didn't have effect. I mean, some people didn't go out to bars as much for a while. There were some people who panicked. There were doomers and gloomers. And I read a lot of doom and gloom back then. So maybe it slowed me down from getting, maybe that it slowed me down from getting the Bitcoin. No freaking regrets, dudes. But in order to have no regrets for this time period, you should learn about that time period, all right? And know that, th that everything bounces back. It all comes back. There's so many opportunities during times when everyone, everyone says the world is ending. The world isn't ending. If you're calm and rational, during these periods, you're going to be the winner. Okay. You're going to do real hack. Keep that same system you had last week, this week, long-term thinking, baby, one day closer to an all-time high. And yeah, it's not a disaster again, again, again. The doomers will be disappointed again, again. And the, uh, the optimist, the people who are optimistic, we win baby. Keep it positive, dudes. All right. So here's a tweet from uh, Jameson Lopp. I think he puts it into perspective here. Imagine selling the world's hardest asset because of economic uncertainty. Pound that like button. Yeah, it makes no sense at all. Why would you sell the world's hardest asset, Bitcoin, when things are, when, when the economy is uncertain? If you think the economy is uncertain, why would you get rid of the most stable thing you have? <laughs> why would you suddenly gamble? It makes it makes no sense at all. You're, and so speaking about being rational, 
Yaron Brook, I linked to, linked to a video of his today. He was talking about uh, it's it's a great uh, a great current event video. It, it really he's very rational. He talks about Italy overreacting and uh, what CUCKs uh, some of these people are, and uh, and and just basically eighty percenters are not going to strive for individualism. They 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 want that is the accomplishment. Individualism is the accomplishment. Collectivism is the default. So many people are defaulting to collectivism right now. Okay. Um, and he has a great, he's going to keep on traveling just like I'm going to keep on traveling. Uh, it, it just, it's just amazing, uh, the, the shutdown attitude that some people have, and it's very contagious apparently. Uh, oh yeah. The collective is saying shut everything down. So I'm just going to shut it all down. It, it's sickening. Be an individual. You're on Brooke is an individual. Adam Meister is an individual. We're speaking our minds. Um, this is a loss of personal freedom here when, when Italy is being shut down, okay? It's a loss of personal freedom. I'm not going to give up my personal freedom because uh, an 80% or an 80-year-old has a, has a greater chance of dying now because of something, okay? I'm not 80 years old. <laughs> I'm not 80 years old. Uh, and 80, 80 years – I'll worry about my 97-year-old grandma. Uh, you know, I'll take care of her and everything like that, but I'm going to take care of myself. And it's personal responsibility is a new uh, counterculture. I mean, they, the United States shouldn't be shut down to save my grandmother. I can save my own grandmother. Okay. Okay. I mean, th that's personal responsibility. And so, but it's so mean, it's so brutal. You don't care about your grandma. No, I do care about my grandma. I, I don't think you should care about my grandma. <laughs> I mean, what's it, what's she got to do with you, dude? She got something to do with me. We'll take care of my grandma. You take care of your grandma. I'm, it's, it's Santa Clara County, Santa Clara one of the wealthiest counties in the United States is probably wealthier than a, a bunch of countries on this planet. You, you can't have gatherings over a thousand people. The San Jose sharks are, are shut down. I mean, it's, it's so panic. It's so panic stricken. What's CUCKs out there? I mean, if, what virtue singlers, it's amazing. What, what's going to get them? What's it going to get them? It, take, it takes away people's personal freedoms. It's, it, it's, it's unbelievable. They're going to, they're going to get everybody into, uh, send everybody into their houses soon. Right. Right. Uh, no, I, I hope not. I hope not. Um, and yeah, Yaron Brook is against the city of Austin putting pressure on South by Southwest to shut it down. It, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, a bunch of young people can gather together, uh, and, and then if you're if you're 95 or you're 75, you probably shouldn't go to South by Southwest. Okay, but there's is going to be a South by Southwest. Everybody everybody panicked and, and got rid of something productive. So you know, so Grandma doesn't get sick maybe or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's good to have rational voices like Yaron Brook out there. Uh, ben Shapiro, I believe it's Ben Shapiro, pointed out that imagine people's reaction if regular flus got got covered by the media. This flu, the way this flu is getting covered by the media, okay? If it, if regular flus had this much attention, I mean, it would be the same type of panic. It would be the same type of panic. I mean, you can make all sorts of numbers seem really scary and make all sorts of people feel guilty about people who smoke their whole lives dying suddenly because a disease is targeting them because they were unhealthy their whole lives. And now they're prone to get sick when you're unhealthy your whole life. It was your fault that you're unhealthy your whole life. Okay. And so what do you expect to happen as you get older? Uh, of course, there, there's more and more risk. Okay. There's a, there's a price, there's a price to play pay for smoking Marlboro reds every single day. Okay. And now some people are finding out the price. Now, again, they don't have. They can lock themselves in their houses, and they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Should I lock myself in my house so a, so a guy who smoked Marlboro Reds in his life can be safe? No, not at all. Why? 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 
<laughs> he he brought it on himself. He could develop his own plan, develop his own system. It's, it's ridiculous. But again, the media coverage, the media can cover anything and make it seem scary. Okay. They make, they're trying to make Bitcoin seem scary. So it's amazing that Bitcoiners who see the way the media tries to manipulate Bitcoin and make it seem like a, a, something that, that evil people use, how they, they all fall for some of the nonsense out there. Uh, and here's a tweet. If it just takes a minor virus to turn a supposed libertarian into an authoritarian. Yeah, it does. It does. So many of these supposed libertarians are now like, shut it all down. The government needs to shut it all down. I mean, that is authoritarian when we're like, well, I, I trust the government now. I, I trust the government. Um, and they, they, they should make all the decisions and tell me where to, to go. It, it's ridiculous. Um, and the, this blind trusting of the government, this collective action, this collective thought is leading to collective panic and is leading to you know, people doing ir ir irrational things with their finances. And uh, it's, it's a vicious uh, feedback loop. Don't get caught up in it. Stick with your system. This is going to pass. It's going to be a blip on the radar. And we're going to look back on this one day and be like, why was everybody so panic-stricken about this darn thing? Why? Why? Sick people died. Okay, sick people die. It happens all the darn time. Um, so there's a lot of people who think that the dollar is eventually going to die. So I, I just I just want to point out, and I've always said, no, the dollar isn't going to die. There's always going to be these 80 percenters that are going to blindly use it, that want to fit in, that want to buy their big houses, that value their wealth in dollars, et cetera, et cetera. And this is being shown right now in society. Look how many people are voluntarily, they're not even being forced. They're voluntarily locking themselves in their houses because lazy, fat bureaucrats who know nothing say that it might be a good idea. It might be a good idea if you're totally healthy, just, you know, just lock yourself away, panic, buy toilet paper, blah, 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 blah. I mean, so you don't think these same type of people are going to blindly worship the dollar when the same fat, lazy bureaucrats say, no, just, just keep on believing in the dollar. Sure, it's being inflated away. Just keep sending your kids to public school. It's great. Public school is great. Keep on buying big houses. Keep on going into debt. It's great. It's great. I mean, they're voluntarily doing really irrational stuff when it comes to their health and their sanity when it comes to this current event that's going on. So to, to think they won't do the same with the dollar in the future, that they just won't blindly worship it as they do now, um, when everyone know, everyone with a, a with a head on their shoulders should know that the dollar isn't for savings. It's for spending as you know, if you get it, get rid of it as quick as possible. Turn the Bitcoin turn it into something real as quick as possible. Or, you know, but 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 no, people people don't get that. Just like people aren't gonna get like if you're healthy, <laughs> worry about yourself and take steps to take rational steps to protect yourself from threats. And if you have an older person or a sick person, then don't hang out with them, okay? Like that. So there we go. Again, another – people are voluntarily because big fat bureaucrats are saying, oh, it might be a good idea. Oh, look, I'm virtue signaling. I'm going to put my – I'm going to put myself on uh, quarantine for 14 days. Look how much of a great person I am. And it'll be – in the future, it'll be the same thing. Look, I'm so, – please go out and spend your dollars. Say uh, – Dollar this, dollar that, value your wealth in dollars. It's going to be, I mean, that, that might come with the next stimulus package. Um, and people will blindly do it and they will keep, and that will keep the dollar alive. 
But for people who don't mindlessly fall into this, for people who think for themselves, they will find Bitcoin. So again, people, tell me again why you think this whole world is going to hyper-Bitcoinize itself, okay? Why everybody on earth is going to be a Bitcoiner one day. No, they're not. They're going to be the people that lock, they do what the fat bureaucrat tells them to do and lock themselves in a room, okay? And be a collectivist and be a slave, okay? That's what most of the people are programmed. To, I, I, I don't know why, but that's what they want. They like it. They want it made to fit into virtue single. I don't know. But dude, just because not everyone is becoming a Bitcoiner doesn't mean that you should if you put up your hands in the air and say, oh, well, well, dollar's going to remain king. I better not. No. You get into Bitcoin now, you are so far ahead of these mindless people out there. It's great. It's great. But to say they're not going to keep on being mindless is ridiculous. The dollar's going to survive. It's going to be big, bigger than all the other currencies out there. And you shouldn't be bothered by it. Just like you shouldn't worry about people buying toilet paper. I saw some hipsters with a bunch of freaking toilet paper. Does that, is that going to make me buy toilet paper? No, but a lot of people, it is going to make them buy toilet paper. It's absolutely ridiculous. The collectivist mentality, be an individual, be a unique beast. That's a real thing, dude. Be a unique beast and pound that like button. All right. Uh, and yeah, for all you people that are scared of Russia, look at what a one trick pony they are with this oil thing. Okay. They're betting it all on this oil. <laughs> this isn't gonna. This isn't gonna end too well for them. Isn't gonna end too well for Saudi Arabia. But who cares? I'm just putting putting it out there for all the people who bought into like the Russia is this incredibly powerful person, uh, country that can destroy the United States. They're a joke. They're a freaking joke. They're they're oil addicts. Um, and by the way, I mean the Texas economy, the North Dakota economy might be affected by some oil oil uh, price uh, drops. Okay, whatever. They'll get over it. You know, it's funny that the Texas economy is into a lot of other things besides oil. Of course, the technology part of it just shut down their biggest event because they're scared about some disease. So what do I know? All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, and yet today's the mainstream economic uh, panic that we had today. Uh, some of it had to do with the sickness, obviously, but I think a lot of it had to do with the oil it was very unexpected what, what happened with oil, but who really cares? And by the way, there's going to be a, st a stimulus package, and some people think it's going to be three times the size of Bitcoin's market cap. So we're talking what a, a five hundred billion uh, five hundred billion dollar uh, market cap there, um, five hundred billion dollar stimulus package, something like that. Wouldn't shock me at all. Wouldn't shock me at all. Airline bailouts. Who knows what it'll be? But hey. Hold on the big, hold your Bitcoin. Do not, do not get in the dollar. Now's not a time to get the dollars. Definitely not. Not again, who would sell their Bitcoin for dollars at this moment? Who would do that? All right. Great way to say it, Adam says, uh, just learn Bitcoin.com. Well, just learn Bitcoin.com. People should check out your site. Just learn Bitcoin.com. All right. <laughs> and a Russian just confirmed that Russia is a joke. I mean, he's a Russian. Public service announcement here, uh, cash app support. You could, and, and so a lot of people like to buy from cash app. Here's something you need to know. You can only make five Bitcoin transactions within a 24 hour period. Don't learn this the hard way. Like I did, uh, buy the dip. Also don't sell. That was from uh, Bitcoin ad rock. Well, thank you. Bitcoin ad rock. Are you a beastie boy? Pound that like button. Optimism wins, people. Optimism wins. And baby, you know when you're on this freaking channel, you're getting freaking optimism. You're getting strong hand. 
you're getting long-term thinking. You're getting experience. I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. I've seen it all in this, in this space. Okay. I've seen the weak hands come and go. And, you know, there are not many strong hands that stick it out this all this time and can do a new show every day. No one does a new show every day besides me. But, um, and I'm proud of it, man. And I'm going to keep on doing it, baby, because it's conviction. And I know it, it keeps people's hands strong. It probably keeps my hands strong, too. Um, it's part of my system. A new show every day. Buy and hold Bitcoin. Get those crypto dividends. Never sell. Never sell, baby. 2024 strong hand. Bitcoin having. All right. Let's talk. Uh, let so while ever while, while so many people in the Bitcoin space think they're doctors and and uh, experts in viruses and like to tweet tweet out uh, uh, that kind of stuff, there are some people giving Lightning Network updates. And dude, I'm not even a big fan of the Lightning Network, but look, sec- there are second layer second layer solutions that are coming on. Compete, don't complain. Silently but surely, it works out and innovation happens with this Lightning Network. In the past few months, this is a quote, we've witnessed Lightning going mobile with apps like Breeze Tech and Phoenix Wallet, gaming solutions such as Zebedeo are starting to emerge, and we see the first fiat to Lightning on-ramp solutions like SparkSwap and Escher app. All right, dudes, that is good stuff. I'm leaving it on that high note. That despite all the panic out there, panic out there, we got Lightning Network heads, you know, doing their thing, trying to make it easy for those people who want to spend their Bitcoin. And, and again, I, I, I can't even picture spending my Bitcoin, but there are people who want that. And this is a big space. There are all sorts of people that do all sorts of different things with their Bitcoin. What can I? I can't stop them from doing things with their Bitcoin. Okay. I can't stop you from giving your Bitcoin to a third party trying to get interest. I can tell you if you hold your Bitcoin, you get crypto dividends with it. You get airdrops and you get uh, forks and, and that's interest on your Bitcoin. So, I mean, you can go with you can be with that or you could get with this. You can get with this or you can get with this. That this is where it's at. I butchered that line, didn't I? All right. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Hello, my goodbye, my elite friends. I give you credit if you were up tonight. It is late at night and it's actually raining outside in Los Angeles. Wow. That's pretty rare, isn't it? Bang that bell button. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.